Hi friends. So I was having a conversation with someone recently about forgiveness and the question that came up was essentially, if I still feel pain around the situation or this person, then I haven't forgiven them. And for a long time, I felt the same way. I thought that forgiveness meant it required me not feeling anything towards that person who offended me. It required me not feeling pain around the situation. And so I thought that I was failing. I thought that I was failing because I wasn't forgiving. And so, you know, God calls us to forgive. And so I was like, dang, I'm not gonna be blessed because I haven't forgiven these people. But it took time to realize that forgiveness is not what we think it is. I think that a lot of people think that forgiveness is the absence of pain. Forgiveness is the absence of feeling anger around something, which really just hurt. Like a lot of people feel that way and I don't agree. I used this example when I was talking to this person and I said, if I cut you, if I cut you and I said, sorry, and you forgave me, does that mean that your hand will stop bleeding? And she said, no. And I said, and if you develop a scar, does that mean that you have not forgiven me? And she was like, no. And I said, it's the same way with our emotional, spiritual, uh, soulful wounds that we experience for other people. Sometimes forgiveness is not going to remove the pain. Sometimes forgiveness is not going to remove the anger immediately, right? And sometimes what people do to you leaves a scar. We talked about this in um, What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Stronger, that whole phrase and how I don't agree with it. And sometimes what doesn't kill us maims us, it injures us, right? It leaves us debilitated for the rest of our lives. Some situations, some situations are so traumatic that they scar us for the rest of our lives. We'll always see that scar physically or mentally, right? Or spiritually, and to say that just because you experience that pain or you have a scar means that you have not forgiven the person, I think is manipulative. I've heard this a lot in the church and I am a Christian, but I've heard this a lot in the church when people talk about, you know, you got to stop, you got to stop and you just got to forgive people instantly. Number one, forgiveness takes time. <laughs> forgiveness sometimes takes time, right? If you, if you have a small offense, what I consider small, I, 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 could, I could forgive you right now, right? <clears throat> but if you do something traumatic or detrimental, right? Something that leaves an impact for generations or years. It's really, it's going to be really hard to forgive you instantly. Um, but also even pain, pain showing up in these situations does not mean that we did not forgive these people. Pain just means that I was affected, that I care about what you did to me. If I didn't care about it, I would feel no pain, obviously. But because there is pain, there is some sort of offense that happened where you, where I was made vulnerable and you were able to harm me. Um, and with trauma, with situations like that, I feel like the pain might linger a little bit. You know, if somebody cuts you, like that example, if somebody cuts you, you're gonna feel that pain for a while until it heals, right? Healing takes time. Healing is not instant. And it really frustrates me when people, it's like a, it's like a form of victim blaming. When people say, oh, you should just forgive them and move on. That's not how this works. Or, or people saying, forgive and forget. I don't believe in forgive and forgetting. I think that it's important that we remember what happens to us because if we don't remember, we'll keep walking into offenses over and over and over again. Not saying that we should become bitter or become a callous, right? But we should be smart. We should be wise. And the only way to get wise is by remembering, is by remembering what we experience. So forgiving and forgetting is not real. You forgive and you remember and you walk differently this time you move differently with this person right because the truth is even if you offend somebody you don't get to dictate how long it takes them to heal how long they keep talking about the thing you don't get to dictate how long they suffer because just because in an instant you offended somebody in an instant somebody was hurt it doesn't mean that that pain instantly goes away when you are forgiven that's the sad truth about offenses it takes one second to offend somebody and they might spend their whole life experiencing that pain of that offense, right? And so we don't get to dictate 
how and when people heal. We don't get to dictate, you know, if the person talks to us anymore. Because what I also want to say is forgiveness is, does not always mean that you reconcile. Reconciliation and forgiveness sometimes do not go along. There are some people in my life who I have forgiven, who have hurt me deeply, who have offended me, wounded me, like personally, like on purpose, they have offended me and I forgave them. Right. And so it took time. It took distance. It took time for me to heal that pain, therapy, venting, crying, mourning, leaning on friends like to work through that pain. But there will be no reconciliation as as in we will not be friends. And, and, that, and that hurts me to even say, but it has to be because you don't know how to honor me. You don't know how to respect me. You don't know how to I don't know how to trust you. I can't trust you because I've given this, these people multiple chances to prove that they are trustworthy. And if, if at every opportunity you break that trust, it means that I have to make a wise decision. And I have to say, you know what? I really, I really loved what we had. I really loved our friendship. I loved our sisterhood. I loved our brotherhood, whatever, our relationship, insert whatever you need to insert here. I really loved it and I value it. But at this point in my life, it is not healthy that we go along together anymore. And that sucks and it's hard. It's frustrating. It's painful, even for the person, for me, when I had to set those boundaries for myself, it was painful to walk away from those relationships because I felt so like entangled with these people. I felt so connected and I felt so, um, I felt such kinship with them, right? And so walking away was even painful for me, but I knew that if I wanted to heal, I had to stop letting people in to hurt me. A lot of us are trying to heal, but we keep letting people in our lives who keep offending us. A lot of us are trying to heal, and sometimes we cannot heal connected to those people that are constantly cutting at us. We're, we're, we're frustrated that we're bleeding all over the place. We're frustrated that we're in pain, but we're unwilling to break away from those people who keep hurting us. And, and I'm, this is no shame because it took me years. It took me years to choose myself. It took me years to choose my health. It took years to choose my good mental health, spiritual health, physical health. It took years for me to do that. But once I did it, it was painful. It hurt. But years after, I feel amazing. I am surrounded with people who love me. I am surrounded with people who care. Because some of these people, I would express my concern or my frustration or my pain. And it was offensive to them that I was offended by them. Like my pain was offensive. But I'm just like, but you cut me though. <laughs> like you cut me and I'm coming to you in love and saying, hey, you know, when you did X, Y, and Z, I really didn't like that. I didn't appreciate that. And I hurt my feelings. And then people would go off and be like, you're too sensitive, just gaslighting, right? Or that's not what happened. Um, you know, that's not what, what you thought happened is not what really, like just using ridiculous tactics to victim blame me, to say that I am the problem for experiencing pain at the hands of them. When in reality, I was subjecting myself to their abuse, subjecting myself to their neglect, suggest, um, sub, uh, subjecting myself to being in pain constantly, but also trying to love these people wholly. And I couldn't, and I, the thing is, the issue wasn't me loving them. The issue was me loving myself. If I'm being completely honest, I loved them more than I loved myself. And when people say, oh, you can't love anybody else if you don't love yourself, I don't think that's true. I've been in a place where I loved other people more and I chose other people more. And, and I really feel like, and again, I'm going to go back to the faith, to, to Christianity um, specifically. 
we're taught to turn the other cheek. We're taught to take abuse from other people. We're taught to do all these things in church. And that's not even what the word says. That's not what God intends. He does not intend for you to be in pain for other people. He does not intend for you to keep being used and abused by other people. But I thought that being a good friend, a good sister, a good Christian meant me laying down myself and allowing people to step all over me. I thought it meant giving up my peace. I thought it meant, you know, literally suffering for love. I thought I had to suffer for love. And that was bondage and it was a lie. It was a lie because I can forgive someone and never talk to them ever again. I can forgive someone and change the dynamic of our relationship. I can forgive someone and set boundaries, right? Like, because even in scripture it says, the first rule is to love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your, all your mind. Wonderful. Then it says, Love your neighbor as you love yourself. A lot of us are loving our neighbors and not loving ourselves. And the things that we would allow our neighbors to do to us, like that's a reflection of how we love ourselves. Sadly, like if, if I love myself, I have boundaries. If I love myself, I'm nourishing myself, loving myself, speaking kindly to myself. And I'm doing all these things to other people. But other people weren't doing those things to me. And I'm thinking I'm loving them when I'm just enabling them. I was enabling them to abuse me. You know what I'm saying? So, and again, what does forgiveness really mean? Does forgiveness mean the absence of pain? No. Does forgiveness mean reconciliation? Sometimes, but sometimes not. Does forgiveness mean that I forget everything you did and like we're walking through like nothing happened? Sometimes yes and sometimes no. For me, it's really hard to say that that happens because I'm human and I'm always going to remember how you offended me. And I might not hold, you, hold that against you, but I will remember because say if I'm in a relationship with somebody cheated on me, for example... Um, if I, if, you, if I know that you cheated on me and I, I know the signs, then if these signs keep coming up, am I to ignore them and be like, oh, well, I forgave him. So let me, what? No, <laughs> no, I'm going to confront you. I'm going to set boundaries. I'm going to say, I'm going to ask you directly, are you doing X, Y, Z? Give you a chance to be honest, right? Like if somebody is keeping slapping you in the face, is it good for you to say, I forgive you, keep slapping me? no. You deserve good things. You deserve good relationships. And I want you to understand that if you still feel pain around someone's offenses to you, if you still feel pain or, you know, anger, it's okay. It's normal. Process that thing. Because what happens is a lot of people don't deal with the real feelings because they're too busy trying to be a good friend, a good sister or whatever. Like they're too busy trying to forgive and forget that they sweep stuff under the rug. And what happens? It doesn't disappear. The stuff that happened just doesn't go away. It grows into bitterness, into anger, into self-destruction or destruction of that of that friendship or that relationship. It is good to be confrontational. It is good to set boundaries. It is good to choose yourself. It is good. You're not a bad person if you still feel pain around a situation or you have to set boundaries, right? And especially if the person is unwilling to change, like choose yourself. Like they're showing you they don't care enough to change or they don't have the capacity or the willingness or the ability to change. And even then, like if we're talking about someone who's dealing with addiction, yes, that is an illness. Yes. And so, yes, these things show up in a certain way, but that doesn't mean that you have to keep subjecting yourself to someone else's illness. You don't have to. You don't have. You're not people's savior. You're not. You're not people's savior. It doesn't mean you have to be unkind. It doesn't mean that you don't have to be giving and, you know, all these other things. But choosing yourself, your sanity, your peace is important. Forgiveness is just removing the debt from somebody, like removing the debt. So when, even in the Christian culture, when people talk about like, you know, Christ died for your sins. Okay, that means your, your sins are forgiven. Your debt is wiped away. So 
No, the people who offended me, I'm not looking for them to pay back a debt. What's crazy, what's crazy that in a lot of these situations, people be like, well, what do you want me to do? And it's just like, all I'm asking you to do is acknowledge what happened and change. The only thing I want from you is change behavior. You can apologize all day long, but if you're doing the same thing all day long, you're not really sorry. You're not really apologetic. You don't really feel any remorse about what you did, right? And so these people would make it seem like I'm asking them for the moon. Like I'm asking them to lay on their backs and, you know, scrape their knees and ask for my forgiveness. I never require that, right? Because we're all human. We all make mistakes. All I'm saying is that, hey, next time, can you not do that? And they would act like it was the biggest thing in the whole wide world. And I, and I realized, after, again, after years and after friends telling me and my husband telling me and my parents telling me, my mom telling me, like, you need to let them go. You need to let them go because this is not healthy. Like one, still being in a relationship with these people taught me that maybe maybe I am crazy. Maybe I am asking for too much. Maybe I do have unforgiveness in my heart. And it's like, no, I want to love these people, but I cannot go in relationship and love them um, and not show up as my whole self if they're still offending me. I can love them at a distance. They ain't gotta be close to me for me to love them. That's not the issue. The issue is not love. The issue is me choosing health and goodness and being surrounded by people because if I'm around the wrong people for a long time, which I was, like being around them triggered my depression and made me not wanna live anymore. Like being around them made me feel like I was the scum of the earth. It made me feel like my feelings were not important. Meanwhile, they're dumping all this stuff onto me, telling me all the things they're going through, telling me how I can correct. And I'm just like, okay, I, you know, let me because we're in a relationship, right? But they couldn't show up how I needed them to show up. And I still love them. I still want the best for them. I don't want any harm or hurt to come to come for any of them. Like, I don't want none of that. I just wanted respect. And respect was too much to ask for. And so in that moment, I had a decision. Do I still wanna be in a relationship with these people just because we've been in a relationship for years, you know, and because I love them and I care about them? Or do I want to love them from a distance and choose myself? Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I have to love myself as I love others. And being around other people who are harming me, being around other people who are abusing me, um, misunderstanding me on purpose, <laughs> like that's not healthy. That's not good. That's not how we thrive. So forgiveness is not the absence of pain. It is not the absence of scars. It is not the absence of, you know, of again, like your life being turned upside down by this person. That's not how forgiveness works. Forgiveness is, is removing the debt from anybody. I'm not, uh, not expecting anybody to do anything, right? All I was expecting was them, for them to apologize. And now that I know that they will not, I move on, I forgive them, and I wipe my hands of the situation. And maybe one day they will come around, maybe not. But I have to keep living my life even still. I cannot wait for these people to live my life. I have to move on and I have to choose me. So please understand, if you're still struggling with pain and your forgiveness, if you're still struggling with anger, if you still feel, if you still feel hurt, if, you, if you're scarred by these things, understand you are not failing. You're not failing. You're not failing. You're not a bad person. Sometimes it's not unforgiveness. Sometimes it is just the natural pain of someone hurting you that you care about. That is human. And people in these spaces, especially like church spaces, they gaslight people, they manipulate people, they um, victim blame people that, oh, if you're still mad about that situation, if you're still hurt about that situation, you haven't forgiven and God's not gonna bless you. He doesn't hear your prayers. And it's just like, that's a lie. That is a lie. That is a lie. 
He cares about, God cares about what you care about. He cares about the people who offend you. He, he's for confrontation. <laughs> like he's for righteousness. He's for getting the things together, correcting things. Please don't let these people gaslight you and lie to you so that you think that you're crazy because you are not. You are not. Choose yourself. Healing takes time. It is not linear. Sometimes you will be up. Some, there are some days when I'm good and there are some days when I literally can't believe what happened. When I'm literally hurt and I, and I mourn for myself five years ago, two years ago, a few months ago, I mourn for me because that hurts. When I look at other people's situations, when they share their experiences and their pain and their hurts, I don't say to them, oh, you haven't forgiven because you still, you still talking about that? Yes. Let people mourn. Let people talk about what they need to talk about. Because what, what happens for me, I don't know if it's like this for you, but what happens for me is that like what I thought offended me wasn't really the offense. And I really asked myself, why am I offended by this? Why does that frustrate me so much, right? So for example, a small example, right? If somebody is late, right? If somebody is late picking me up or if somebody forgot me altogether or forgot to meet, meet their, um, I guess their commitments, um, the issue is not, the issue is not necessarily just them not meeting at the time we said we're going to meet, right? The issue is it feels like you don't really respect my time, especially if this happens over and over and over again. Obviously people have lies, things happen. I'm not tripping, right? I'm not that, that was probably a bad example because I'm not tripping if people are late. It's not an issue. Um, but like the issue might really be like, oh, you don't respect my time because I've seen in other instances you not respecting me or my time or my things, right? Like there might be more to that situation and you should have the space to explore it. You sweeping stuff under the rug is not going to work. You can't heal what you can't confront. Like seriously, like you cannot heal what you don't deal with. And the only way to heal is not to pretend and gloss over and say, I forgive you. It's fine when really you're in pain and you're and and it really is absolving the people of their responsibility for what they did. Because the truth is, even if you offend somebody and you ask for their forgiveness, the repercussions of your actions might go on longer than you intended. You can literally suffer consequences for the rest of your life because of a bad decision you made. Think of people who are driving under the influence, right? One bad decision. They might've been driving for like 30 seconds, get pulled over and their life has changed forever, right? And so even though like, yes, you can be forgiven, there are consequences to your actions. There are consequences to you mistreating people. There are consequences to you putting people down, talking down about them, berating folks. Like there are consequences to you mistreating people. And just because you don't feel like dealing with the consequences doesn't mean you then hand over all this pain as a sock, hand over all this pain to this person and say, here, now that I've offended you, you have to sit with it and deal with it by yourself. How unfair is that? How unfair is that? Especially if you if you consider yourself a good friend, that's not a good friend, right? Because a lot of people have done that to me, have hurt me and then get, then, then, giving it to me to carry and then say like, girl, don't nobody want to see you struggle carrying that thing. It's like, I didn't even ask for this. <laughs> I didn't even ask for this, right? And so if you're too if you're too afraid to face accountability for your actions, think twice before you do the thing cuz you don't get to determine how people respond to how you mistreat them. They might cut you off, they might never talk to you again. They might keep bringing it up because they need to talk through it and like work through it if you're willing to work through it or, you know what I'm saying, like if they're unwilling to deal with that pain and their hurt themselves, it might come up in bitterness. Like there are consequences to actions. We're taught that as children. So why as adults do we feel like there is no consequence to someone hurting me or some or me mistreating somebody else. We can't keep this. We can't keep doing this. <laughs> so all this to say, 
Forgiveness is not just, it's not the absence of pain. Sometimes it is, sometimes it is not. Sometimes you will rehash the thing and you will be triggered all over again. Sometimes you will, you know, forget about it and it might come up 10 years from now. Like have grace with yourself, give yourself grace. Even give the people who offended you grace because some of them don't even know. Some of them, some of them don't know. So many people don't know that they've offended you because you're not willing to confront them. You're not willing to tell them the truth because you're afraid of what they might say. You feel like, oh, I just need to forgive them. No, you need to stand up for yourself. You need to confront these people because you are worthy of respect, you're worthy of love, and you're worthy of commitment. You're worthy, you are worthy. So start loving yourself like you love other people. You can forgive people and still say no. You can forgive people and still walk away. You can forgive people and try to reconcile that relationship, whatever you choose, but understand that just because you feel pain or anger or hurt, like there is a such thing as righteous anger. Like just because you feel these things does not mean you have not forgiven the people. It's a process. Healing takes time. Again, I can cut something open and be like, I can break, like there's this great thing I saw that you can, you can break glass, right? And say, sorry, but it doesn't mean the glass automatically comes back together again. That's not how anything works. I can break something of value to you and say, sorry, but you'll never have that thing of value again. It'll be broken or to be scarred or it'll have like cracks in it, right? It'll never be the same. And that's the truth with some of us. Sometimes, like sometimes that relationship will never be the same. And that's hard and that sucks. But sometimes it is healthy. It's healthy to set boundaries and say, no more, no thank you. And remove this toxic this toxic Christianity stuff, this toxic positivity stuff that says that you have to subject yourself to more abuse to be loved, more abuse to be seen as holy or good enough. Like you are already good enough and you're worthy of good things and you shouldn't have been treated like that in the first place. That's how worthy you are. And so if you choose yourself, I commend you. If you set boundaries, I commend you. If you try to reconcile, I commend you. It's all worthy. It's all important. So I hope you're able to take this. I hope this meant something to you because I had to get this off my chest, y'all. Like I kept I kept hearing this and saying this and I keep seeing like, oh, if you still feel pain, you haven't forgiven them. That's not true. That's not true. Repercussions of actions go on longer than me just saying, I forgive you. That's not how this works. It's complicated. <laughs> Things take time. So I love you. I see you. And I'll talk to you in the next video.